up on the main line. You just call it up and tell it what you We can put them hands together. Come on, church. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that? Hallelujah. Jesus is on the main line. He still is. He still is. We still can call him. We still can call him up. We still can tell him what we want. We still, he's never too busy. We still can call on him. Do we believe that today? That he's always there. Whenever we just call him, he's always on the main line. Never too busy. Never sleep, no slumber. Because he's on the main line. Somebody give God some praise. Hallelujah. Come on, give God some praise in this house. Hallelujah. 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 We serve the only true and living God in this whole world. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be here. I know you're glad to be here too. But guess what? Jesus is still real, y'all. Hallelujah. Jesus is still real. He is still on the throne. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help her praise him, y'all. Help her praise him. Give, give God some help her praise him. Hallelujah. 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 We don't know why she got a praise, but we are all to have our own praise this morning. Glory! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah! Somebody got a reason this morning to give God some praise. Do you have a reason to give God some praise this morning? Hallelujah. I got my own reason. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm still here. Hallelujah. Anybody glad that they still here? Hallelujah. With all that's going on in the world, I'm glad I'm still here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us stand. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, oh, yes, it is. There is a word today from the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody got a reason beyond what we know of. Your reason may not be my reason, but somebody got a reason to give God some praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 It's all right. It's all right. Amen. Somebody holler out said, thank you. Mm. God, he are good. Amen. I didn't say he is. He are good. Hallelujah. He's too much for an ears to say he, he, he are good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God in heaven, we come this morning with thanksgiving in our heart today. God, with, with all that's going on in our lives, each of us got our own receipts. Each of us got our own resume. Each of us got our own house. And each of us got our own closet. And God, if we will open up any of them, oh God, maybe somebody may not want to be around us. But oh God, if it had not been for Jesus, suffering, bleeding, and dying on the cross, where would we be today? God, we want to tell you, thank you, God. Thank you for doing it all just for us. Thank you for doing it just for us. We all are wretches undone. Your word says none is righteous but one. That is Jesus Christ. Thank you for being our righteousness. God, thank you for sending your son today. Thank you for helping us to, to realize that the word says while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. And God, there are still some of us that are still ungodly right now, God. And we want to tell you, thank you. We're not so awesome, oh God. We're not so worthy of his love. But we want to tell you, thank you. We haven't treated each other like your word says for us to treat you. But you've loved us anyhow. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father God, we want to thank you, oh God, for all of us that are going through something. But God, but we have the ability to, 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 to give a testimony today that look at how God is bringing me out of it. Look at the glory God is about to get 
for the things that he's bringing me out of. God, thank you for using me. Thank you for using us. Every sickness, God, get the glory. Every death, God, get the glory. Every pain, every ache, every trouble, every calamity, every everything, oh God, get the glory, God. God, get the glory, God. God, we thank you for St. Paul. But God, but we thank you for Jesus. God, we ask you, God, for any of us who got that heaven in sin, God, and that's all of us, please forgive us of our sins, God. God, please show us the error of our ways. Father, not just that, that we be shown, oh God, but that our heart be touched to change. That our hearts be touched and our mind come in agreement so that our bodies can walk according to your word. So that we can live holy before you because your word says, be ye holy, for you are holy, God. God, help us to be your holy people today. And God, we thank you for your word. Father God, send your word this morning. Father God, have Daniel flew under decrease, but have Jesus Christ increase to your people in word, indeed power, definitely and insight in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout again hallelujah. Giving honor to God. We're going to go to Psalms chapter 2. Psalms chapter 2. Giving honor to God who is the, truly the head of my life, to his son Jesus, to the precious Holy Spirit. Amen to everyone that is everyone in God's sight. For those of them, let them come on in. If they're coming in, let them come on in. Amen. Amen. If folks can make their way to church, we ought to let them in and let them feel welcome. Amen. Amen. Don't look back. Amen. Amen. You here. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Starting at verse 1, we're going to read all 12 verses. It reads, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed and against his anointed saying let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh the lord shall have them in derision then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure yet have i set my king upon my holy hill of zion I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with the rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice and, with, with, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. 
very, very briefly with the help of the Holy Spirit, I come to preach to us this morning about keep your trust in the Lord. Amen. Keep your trust. May take your seats. Keep your trust in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> we, there is a lot going on in the world today. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, do not be discouraged. Do not waver because God still our God. And I have a question. Has, who, who in here has God brought from a mighty long way? The Bible tells us, praise ye the Lord and forget not none of his benefits. You've been with the Lord all this time. You, you may not even seen all of his benefits, but you felt some of them, amen? And we need to remember how we got here and that there is no other way but God's way. Amen? There is something going on in the day, and it's, I liken it to a fad. What is a fad? F-A-D. What is a fad? A fad is like um, an intense, according to Webster, it's an intense and widely shared enthusiasm for something, especially one that is short-lived and without basis in the object's qualities or craze, a certain craze. For example, whoever wore bell bottoms? Do we wear bell bottoms now? No, that's a fad. It came in, and it may have stayed a while, then it left. Whoever had an afro? <laughs> it came in, now it's trying to come back, but it came in, and it left, okay? It's a fad. Um, here's another one. Wigs and extensions. There was a time when Wigs and extensions were only seen upon what we call old ladies and people that were sick. People didn't want to be caught dead with a wig when I was younger. But now, everybody, every woman trying to get extensions, trying to get braids, what they call it, lace front, front lace, all that type of stuff. Now it is a billion dollar business. And it is welcome, but it is still just a fad. Then there's another one. We, we Skinny leg jeans. Lord have mercy. We see young boys today, even men, wearing skinny leg jeans. What are skinny leg jeans? These, these are jeans that you can barely get your feet in, but they fit so tight around your legs you can't even move in them for men. Women are doing the same thing. Skinny leg jeans. And, and even now, what's this thing that we want them to get out of? And it is having the, the men having their pants sagging past their butt, showing their underwear. That's a fad. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you today, there is no fad when it comes to trusting Jesus. There is no fad when it comes to listening to the word of God. 
There is no fair to, to holding on to what it says because by you holding on through to the word of God, it is through it that we all have life. I don't care how, how, how others may say to not to do this or to do that. I'm here to tell you we are to trust in the Lord. There is another one that is actually a fad, but many of us are trying to hold on to it in the body. And that is this term, New Testament Christians. I'm going to mess somebody up with this one. Many, many Christians, I said, we are New Testament Christians. Well, in order to say that there is a New Testament Christian, there must be implied an Old Testament Christian. Since there weren't, weren't any Christians in the Old Testament, we can't even call that. So it's just a popular term that people want to say New Testament because the fact of the matter is that we are Christian. I can't get no help in here. Do we have any Christians in the house today? We are Christians. And the, in order for us to, to accept that, we got to accept the one thing is that Jesus is the word of God. Can't come on, help me now. Jesus is the word of God. And John tells us not only is the word, is that he is the word made what? Flesh. Hallelujah. Mark tells us that there is this, there is not Mark, but there is this thing right now that, that there is a, 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 a type of a, of a rebellion. You, don't, you may not even see it, but the Lord, there is a rebellion that's trying to sneak in to the body of Christ. There is a rebellion throughout the whole world. But now there is trying to sneak in into the body of Christ. Trying to, it's already tough enough that we're trying to stick together, trying to get folks to come into the church. But once folks get in, they have a hard time staying in. But here's something, the enemy is so smart, he would try to use one person to say something to, to confuse a group of people and then that group of people will try to influence other people. And I'm not talking about a preacher. And I'm not talking about another pastor. I'm talking about the enemy is not like God, y'all. He ain't everywhere. But he will try to impose his influences on folks who have influences in order to get us to turn away from God. The Bible here tells us, let me read this in the, in, the, in the easy to read version. In the first three verses, it says, why are the nations so angry? Why are the people making such foolish plans? Why are we doing that? It's like, it's like everybody of the world is making a plan. And, then, and the plan is really, it's not to help us. It is to destroy us. It's to destroy everybody. The devil does not. Jesus told us that the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. And listen, this by any means necessary. And just because you hear something popular and everybody's jumping on the bandwagon, don't let a fad, F-A-D, send you to hell. The word here tells us, the Bible says that they, this is easy to read, that they say, Let, let's rebel against them. Let's break free from them. The Bible talks about, tells us about how God, that, that when Jesus Christ died, thank you, Jesus, that no, John 3, 16 says, that God so loved the world, that what? 
He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall what shall not perish but have everlasting life. Now, I want to tell somebody something today. Whoever is becoming more of a fruition every day. What do you mean by that? As people over the over the past couple of years, the church may not have grown in the building, but the church has grown in the body. There are people that are looking and seeking the right way to live according to God's holy word. They are on the internet and it is expanding, but the devil don't like it. He thought that if I could get them out of the church, out the building, I would destroy the church. So, so what can I do now? Now that they are still expanding outside of the church, I know what I'll do. I'll put something in their midst that will cause them to have a friction one against another. That is his whole plan, is to get us to be at each other's throats. And to, and to have us to look at the word of God and say that this one does, this piece doesn't apply to us, but this piece does. But Jesus says, I am the word. And what is the word? All of it. All 66 books is the word of God. And if you say, I'm just going to take the New Testament and, and, and disregard the Old Testament, the devil and you are alive. The Bible tells us, this is what Jesus tells us. Jesus tells us, listen at this. He tells us in Matthew 5 and 17, he said, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Hallelujah. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or tittle shall no wise pass from the law to all be fulfilled. Hallelujah. And here is the thing. What is what what did Jesus really come to do? And this is what some of us don't really understand. Jesus came to do one thing. Look for me in, 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 in Romans 8, verse 2. I want to help us all today. Don't want us to be confused about nothing. And the reason why there is so much confusion in the land when something, you've been trusting God all these years and then one little something can come in your midst and wreck how you've been trusting the, trusting the God that we serve. Something is wrong. I'm here to tell you the enemy wants us to rebel against God. It says right here in Romans 8 and 2, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. That's the only law that Jesus did away with, the law of sin and the law of death. Everything else, all of those curses, it's gone. When the Old Testament talked about curses, those do not apply to us. But what it says in the Ten Commandments, when it says do not kill, that still applies to us. Do not lie. That still applies to us. Thou shalt not covet. That still applies to us. All of those things still apply to us. His word is his word. Be ye holy, for I am holy. How do you know to be holy? Through his word. We have got to be holy through the holy word of God. That is the only way. But here, here's something else I want you to, I want you to see. 
And that is Jesus tells us, very simply, John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. And that's the problem. Many folk don't want to keep his commandments. Looking for every excuse not to keep the word of God. And that is a trick of the enemy. To think, to make you think that if I don't keep the word of God, I'm still going to live with God forever. That's a lie. If you do not keep his word, you are not going to be with him and he will uttermostly cast you out. Keep his word. We're worried about, oh, I don't want to make my children upset. I don't want them, I don't want, I want them to come to church. This is how you're getting to come to church. You live a holy life too. Don't let, don't, don't tell your children to live holy when you yourself aren't living holy to the word. And here's the problem. The reason why you can't live holy because you're not in the word. So know what the word says to you. We got to stop looking for other preachers across the land, popular folk, to tell us what thus says the Lord. When Jesus said, this is my word, you can read it for yourself. All of this confusion, it is because the devil wants to get us all to, to disband from God. But don't be fooled. When it says here in the scripture, right here at the, uh, at the, at the, at the third verse, of second chapter of Psalms, it says, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He said, whatever connection that they got with God, we got to break that. I want you to know this today. Once you come in connection with God and you know that Jesus is your Savior, can I get a witness today, that you will never be the same. When you have come in contact with God and with Jesus and you know that he saved your life, you will never be the same, and can't nobody tell you different. Not mama, not daddy, not friends, not the preacher. All of a sudden, somebody popular tells you something different and twists it around. And again, I'm not talking about preachers, because the ones that's spreading mess in this community, in this land today, are folk that's claiming to be a Christian, but yet are not holding on to the word of God. There is a rebellion, and the enemy is trying to use folk in the church. You know, the best type of espionage is when you can get a spy in the midst. The best form of world warfare is when, is when one country can get a spy in another country to find out the intel and to see how to destroy them from the inside out. Satan don't want to be in here. He don't know who to get, but if he finds the right one and he can destroy it from the inside out, Baby, that's what he's going to try to do. But I'm here to tell you, he better bear record because he tried it with Paul. But then one day, Jesus shined a light on Paul while he was on Damascus Road and changed his whole life. Hallelujah. The Bible here tells us. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible here tells us that Jesus sits on the throne. Talk to me, y'all. It said he sits on the throne. And he was told, he said, I'm going to give you an, an inheritance if you ask for it, and your inheritance will be the heathens. Who are the heathens 
us. I'm going to hit that rewind button. God told his son, he placed him on the throne. He said, I'm going to give you an inheritance if you ask. You just read it. And he said, that is the heathen if you ask for it. Who would want us? Who would want, who would want, before Christ, we live in our sin. Who would want something filthy? Who would want something dirty? Not me and you. But Jesus said, I want them. Send me, I'll go. He let, he allowed us to become his inheritance. And he came and he suffered, he bled and he died. But guess what? All he wants us to do is to follow his commandments. He said, I've loved you first. And then since you know that I loved you first, I'm not telling you to love me. I'm asking you to choose me because the Bible says, choose me this day. Choose who you want to serve this day. We have to choose who we are going to serve. And when you choose, don't go no other direction. When we read here in, oh, thank you, Lord. In this fourth verse, it says something. It says that he that sitteth on the throne shall laugh. And for a moment, I'm like, God laughing? And he made me look at something. Have you ever been with somebody on the job who you couldn't tell nothing to? They know how to do something. You can't tell them. But they know what they do is going to be right. And so what you tell them, they said, what you think? I'm going to do it this way. And somebody said, go ahead. Go on, do it with your bad self. And they keep, and it's just as wrong as it want to be. And people just keep encouraging them. And then somebody would have, the, would have enough concern to tell them, you may not know it, but they laughing at you. This is exactly what God is, is, Jesus is doing. When we're doing what we want to do and it's contrary to the word of God and God can't tell you nothing, he lets you go ahead on and do it and you being laughed at because you think you know so much. You, we don't know anything. God knows it all. And if we want to get what he got for us, we got to keep on trusting in God. Hallelujah. Almost true. It tells us in that 10th verse, it says, Be wise, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. What it's referencing to is that we got to hear from God and do what God would have us to do. It's talking about the leaders of the land. Right now, in this world today, we got presidents in different countries thinking that they are God. They are, they are restricting who people can worship, who people can serve. But guess what? God's word is going forth anyway. Did you know in Ukraine, for, for a long time, Christ was not being preached, and it was against the law. And they made it so that if you worship God, you would die. But guess what? Some people snuck in anyway and began to spread the word of God. And people began to say, whether I live or die, it's Christ only in my life. 
And people start getting motivated, wanting to live better, wanting to ask for better of their government. Because the Bible says that God's children are the one that's in authority. I'm going to hit that rewind button. The devil is not in authority. God's children are the ones that he has placed in charge over this land. And if something ain't right, we who are spiritual, who know the law, who have a relationship with him, need to learn how to speak up. Let me hit that rewind button again. We got to learn how to speak up, not just in the church, but in the land that we live in. We speak up in this place, but out there is where we live. And we who are Christians got to still uphold the bloodstained banner of God and let this dying world know that it is by Jesus Christ that we live. Bible tells us in verse 11 to serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. That What does that mean? That means praise God with all that you got. Praise him hard. Praise him fast till you almost pass out. That's what that rejoice means. That rejoice means spin around. Spin around. Shouting and spin around. Some folks say you don't see all that gyrating in the Old Testament. Yes, you do. That word rejoice means just that. Spin around while you're shouting. You keep giving God the praise. It's why do you do it? It's with fear. What is fear? Reverence for God. You don't do it because you have a pastor who's teaching you to preaching you the truth. You do it because you know who your God is. Bible here tells us in this 12th verse, when it says, kiss the son, that means honor him. Hallelujah. You, you, you give him reverence. You give him reverence because if you do not honor him, if we do not honor Jesus, guess what, y'all? There is a day called judgment coming. When judgment shows up, if we're not honoring him now, don't expect to give him the honor then. What does also this mean? Honor also means giving God the glory. If you are not giving God the glory today, don't expect on the day of judgment that he will allow you to give him honor then and glory then because it'll be too late and he will be angry and you will perish. Hallelujah. But look at what he says in this last verse. Blessed are they. Hallelujah. That put their trust in the Lord. Anybody here put your trust in the Lord? I may not know everything, but I got my trust in the Lord. I may not know how I got here, but one thing I do know that it was the Lord that brought me here. I may not know how he did it, but one thing I do know is that the Lord brought me here. I may not know how he brought my mama, but I know that it was the Lord that brought me here. And because he brought me here, I'm going to serve him. And because he brought me here, I'm going to praise him. And because he brought me here, I'm not going to turn around because of nobody else. Because he brought me here. I know what I came through. I know what he brought me from. Because I know who, who holds my future. This is the reason why I praise him. I know you may not like it. I know those that may not want to see it, but the Bible tells me I got to lift him up. Anybody here want to lift God up? We need folks that's going to lift God up. We got to lift him up. When you know what you have been through, when you know what God has brought you from, when you know that when I put my trust in him, 
It happened when you put your trust in the Lord. It didn't work before, but something happened. Something happened when you tried it your way. It didn't last that long, but something happened. It happened all of a sudden when you decided, I'm going to put my trust in him. I tried it the jail's way. I tried it AA's way. I tried it my way, but I'm going to try it God's way. But I'm putting my trust in him. And I'm putting my trust in him. Will you put your trust in him? Will you put your trust in him? Can you put your trust in him? If you put your trust in him, it says one thing. You are blessed. You are blessed. I don't know how you do it. But I know I'm blessed. Because I got my trust in the Lord. Anybody here blessed? Anybody in here blessed today? I'm blessed because I put my trust in the Lord. Don't put your trust in man. Put your trust in the Lord. Regardless of all of these different fads, it is no fad to put your trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bible says, he who keepeth Israel would not slumber nor sleep. And when you gave your life to Christ, guess what? That same thing applies to you and I. Keep your trust. You are blessed, church. Hallelujah. We are blessed. Yes. We are blessed. We are blessed. blessed. Don't let any division come between us. Hallelujah. We are blessed. Yes. In the body of Christ. Do not let those divisions sneak in. We are blessed. How are we blessed? Because the same God, the same Jesus that went to the cross for me, went to the cross for you. The same Jesus that went to the grave, went to the grave for you. The same Jesus that rose up on the third day morning with all power in his hand did that for all of us. Hallelujah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. May not be the most educated. No, you may not. But the one thing you ought to hold on to is that I trust God. I don't know what evidence you want to bring before my face. I trust God. I don't care what science may say. I don't care what this one may prove. At the end of the day, I trust God. Do you trust him today? Do we trust him today? The message I want the Lord made me change it because he wants us to remember to trust him. We ain't going, we, me and you, we may not ever get it right. But if we always trust God, we'll never get it wrong. Hallelujah. We'll never get it wrong. You always trust the Lord. You will never get it wrong. Don't let folk deter you and go some other direction. You will never get it wrong. This is how we love him, by trusting him. And he says, and if you trust me, then you're going to do my commandments. 
That's the whole word. We are free of the guilt. That's why we can repent. When we see that we've done wrong, he's given us the privilege to ask for forgiveness. And he's given us the gift of repentance. They didn't have repentance in the Old Testament, but they have it. We have it today. The ability to go to God, not just say, forgive me, but to say, I'm sorry and show me what I need to do to please you and what I've been doing wrong. How we treat one another is a reflection of how we love God. If you trust him, treat him, treat each other like Christ says. We have to love each other unconditionally, regardless of fault. That's what unconditionally means, regardless of fault, regardless of anything. If you trust him for you, keep trusting him for somebody else. Because somebody may not get it, but one day you have to have the faith that they will. Amen, church? Amen. Put your hands together and give God some praise. Amen. Doors of the church are open. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I laid my burden down. Oh, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I laid my burden down. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I laid my burden down. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I laid my burden down. Oh, I'm going home to live with Jesus. Come on, church. Since I laid my burden down, I'm going home to live with Jesus. Since I laid my burden down, oh, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my Burden down, oh glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burden down, oh burden down, Lord, burden down, Lord, since I laid my burden down, oh burden down, Lord, burden down, Lord. Since I lay my burden down. Come on, church. Put them hands together. Hallelujah. Since I lay my burden down. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I lay my burden down. Maybe you are here today. Maybe you are here today and you've yet to give your life to Christ. I'm going to tell you the doors of the church are open. They're always open. You don't have to wait in my saying so, but you are welcome to join the body of Christ. If you've yet to give your life to Christ, today can be your day that you get born again and give your life to Christ. Well, maybe you've, you've backslidden 
and you want to come back. Today could be your day. You can come back to Christ. As I just preached, you can ask for forgiveness. Hallelujah. The same God that you trusted before, he's still there for you to keep on trusting. Hallelujah. Or maybe you don't even have a church home. But you are saved and you want to join a church. Or maybe you're without salvation and you want to join a church. I'm going to tell you, this church, we are here for you. We're not a perfect people. But we are striving for perfection in God. Amen. Going home to live with Jesus since I laid my burden down. I'm going home to live with Jesus since I laid my burden down. Let us go to God in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, O oh God, for reminding us why we have to keep our trust in you. Father God, you are so good to us. God, help us to remember that in our walk. Help us to be the example to folks in this world that we trust you, O oh God. But Father God, as we come right now, God, we're asking you, O oh God, for those, whether they're in the house or they are over the, hour, over the internet, that are tuning in right now, Father God. I'm asking you, Father God, if there be anyone, O oh God, that have yet to give their life to Christ. In my presence, or even later on, Father God, I ask you that you that you touch them in the heart for them to move and for them to give their life to you, oh Father God, in the name of Jesus, to, to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that through him can no other be, be saved, oh Father God. And Father God, I thank you, oh God, for this service today. I thank you for keeping us I thank you for revealing your word to us that, oh God, that there is a rebellion trying to come through into your body. But if we all together trust you, oh Father God, rebellion will never happen, oh Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, let your will be done. And for those who need you, oh Father God, Father God, I ask you, oh God, to disturb their peace, to disturb everything in them until they give their life over to you. In the name of Jesus, Father God, be merciful as mercy is still available. Thank you for being gracious to us as grace is still available today. Now, Father God, we ask you, God, as we get ready to leave this place, oh God, that as we bring our offering, our tithes and our offering, oh Father God, Father God, bless it according to your word, oh God, unto, uh, with the covenant according to your word, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And that, oh God, that as we bring it, oh God, your word says those who sow little, reap little. Those who sow much, reap much. But Father, help us all to do it all with the love in our hearts. In your son, Jesus' name. Now, God, as you give it to leave this place not out of your sight, Father God, we ask you, God, to be with us, keep us, and guide us. Help us to live our last day as if it's our only day left, oh God, today. In your son, Jesus' name, help us to live it holy and without blemish, reaching for you, oh Father God. In your son, Jesus' name, for a sake we pray. Let the whole church say amen. 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 Give God a hand of praise. Okay. Church, just want to let you know that someone donated some cupcakes to us earlier in the week. They were in the refrigerator, but they're going to be on the table as you leave. So please be obedient. And grab one as you leave.
if you could please stand on my on my left, your right. Please be, please be obedient from the 